now there's this realization that has to come like amongst Christians, like Christians, the relationship, the key relationship, the one we need to focus on is the one between us and God. And the only way we do that is go inward, go inward, go inward, you know? And as we do that, then the other relationships, the ones we need to shed, well, they just go. Well, I did a prayer course um, this this past week. In fact, I had purchased the prayer course uh, a year ago. And mm -hmm. then um, it was actually Ilyana, Ilyana, Ilyana Van Zandt. I always okay. say her name wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was a prayer course. It was a seven-day challenge. We just met for an hour every day. But mm -hmm. she had these wonderful um, affirmations that she did at the beginning of the prayer. And one of the affirmations was, where God is, I am. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and then she did that 108 times. So you're saying things like, where God is, I am where God is. I am. And as you're going through, you're seeing all the different places where God is. Mm -hmm. And then you're not. And then you make the decision, but I, I want to be right. I am. Mm -hmm. And then where God is, it doesn't matter where God is. God is with me. I am right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so you say that 108 times, you start like just pouring tears because like the, mm -hmm. there's this realization that God has been with me all of this time right? And it, it's only me that didn't see him, right? Like he saw me, but I didn't see him, right? Mm -hmm. So now there's this realization that has to come like amongst Christians, like Christians, the relationship, the key relationship, the one we need to focus on is the one between us and God. And the only mm -hmm. way we do that is go inward, go inward, go inward, you know? Mm -hmm. And as we do that, then the other relationships, the ones we need to shed, well, they just go, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's when we can say like, yeah, some marriages should end and some friendships should end. They've served their purpose. They've gotten me to the place where I am. And now it's time for me to move on in this newly aligned place, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So did you ever have to make any decisions about other relationships as you were coming out of this space? of ending this toxic marital relationship. And as you looked at the woman in the mirror and you began to recognize, Hey, I look pretty. And, mm -hmm. and this, Hey, you're here. Yep. So, did you have to end other relationships and how did that go? So I had my, after a while, around about 17, I was, I was suicidal. Mm. I was, I was suicidal and um, my girlfriend introduced me to her boyfriend's friend mm -hmm. and he and I started to be, well, we started out as friends originally. Yeah. And, um, so him and I were, were started a relationship, but when I started, when I got, when I started going to church, like I wasn't, I was one of those people. I didn't completely give up everything. Yeah. But once I knew there were things that wasn't pleasing to God, I yeah. was very much willing to let it go. Mm. It was difficult yeah. because him, him and his family had become, you know, a big a part of a lifeline. I'm sure as oh, well. Right? They were they were my peace of mind. Yeah. Um, his sister, his mom, his brother, like, but 
it wasn't if it this girl did a, a video on YouTube the other day and she said there's a good thing versus a God thing. Yeah. Now I didn't know that back then, but that was my that's my yeah. thought. That's the best way to put it into words. Yes. It could be good, but it if it if it doesn't line up with God, I I immediately was dropping anything right. that did not line up with God. And and I was saying prayers like father, mm. it doesn't mean me well. If mm -hmm. it's not from you, mm -hmm. remove it. Help me to remove it. Mm -hmm. Yet I was still holding on to that marriage, you know, because I'm thinking now I'm in the Lord. You know, I'm married. I haven't been right towards the marriage. He hasn't been right. Maybe, you know, we can start over. But God was like, no, this wasn't a good thing. And it ain't a God thing. <laughs> so I got two exes. <laughs> right? And you, you know, you, you say that and we laugh, but it ain't a good thing and it ain't a God thing, right? Yeah. That means it should end, um, right? So what you hanging on for, right? Yeah. What you hanging yeah. on for, let it go, right? Yeah. Let it go and then yeah. move on. That's pretty, I'm, I'm so glad that you said it that way and that person who offered it to mm -hmm. you. You know, sometimes we think the kids, you know, they're going to be harmed especially like if we grew up without our mom or our dad, you know, then we want to out of our own trauma, we want to create the, per the perfect. Right. And so oftentimes we're like, well, I never want this marriage to end. It's not a good thing. And it's not a God thing, but well, you know, in my trauma, I didn't have this. So I'm going to make sure that my, it's not a good thing. It's not a God thing. But, you know, like the kids, but so staying is actually what harms the kids, right? Oh, absolutely. Versus leaving. <laughs> absolutely. And I want to start by saying when me and once we were over, yeah, it was over for my kids as well. Mm. So everything that I didn't want happened to them anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? So yes. that was that was really difficult. Yeah. But again, if you keep walking with God, He's gonna help you and your children. Yes. He's, he's gonna help you and your children. Yes. Um, like I I don't advise anybody to stay in a relationship for the kids because it is doing more damage to them than you can imagine. Yeah. Hearing the arguments, the fights, the you know the them being so unsettled. Um, so I want to talk to you about this. Yeah. Are you you I know you probably know. Most of most of my most of my uh, hosts don't know about this, but I know you know. You're familiar with the ACEs? Yes. Yes, right? Continue. First childhood experiences. Yes, yes. Before so, five typically, and then now they're saying seven. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're even saying anything under 18. Oh, wow. They've really raised the bar. Raised they, the bar. they raised the bar. And the CDC said before COVID that it was it was one of the um like the biggest yeah. issue that we had. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And um, the CDC just added growing up in abject poverty. Makes sense. Poverty is the single most significant determinant of health and well-being. 
Okay. So it makes sense that if a child is exposed to poverty, that that will also then continue to impact their lives well into their adult years. And when we talk about the ACEs and the adverse events, what we usually talk about is stressful and difficult life events. Mm -hmm. And I would call any difficult life event that overwhelms a person a traumatic event, right? Mm -hmm. So poverty can overwhelm us. Fighting by our parents can overwhelm us. Seeing another person hurt can overwhelm us. Just being in a toxic environment, a toxic energetic field. I mean, just being in that field alone can be traumatic and then create that sense of, you know, uh, a response that then Mm -hmm. follows us for multiple years onward. So continue on, Marie. What were you going to say about the so I um I did some work with this gentleman Michael Jacks. He he is the founder of the Relationship Foundation. Healthy. Yes. Let me, healthy let me relationship. Healthy <laughs> relationship Foundation. And I love Mr. Jacks. Yes. Um, but when he started to teach me about the aces, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was blown away because yeah. I have four aces. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I know my children have at least two or three of the aces. Yeah. So, but the, the, the part that got me is the what it does to your brain. Yes. What is the possibilities of what it can do to your neurobiology. Yes. And keep you like in a fight mode and yes. you know and, and not feel settled yeah. yes right and your brain is developing in that yes you going in that direction yeah and let me just say you want to check out a few books um there is one called befriending uh befriending the nervous system that talks exactly about that um okay. it's by dana i'm forgetting dana's last name right now but you know our audience uh, wants to check out some really cool books that are out there. It's called, mm-hmm. it's about polyvagal theory and, mm-hmm. and the vagal theory uh, talks about the brain and the three levels of the brain, the lower part of the brain, the middle part of the brain and the upper part of the brain. And that mm-hmm. these in our traumatic moments, right. And the brain itself is transformed. But as soon as we start healing, Mm-hmm. Our brain actually changes Absolutely. Brain as well. So that's the wonderful thing about this. Yes, exactly.